Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to mini-episode number 20. My name is Cephalon Greg and I'm joined by Cephalon Lucas. How are you? Tonight. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, episode 20 of the minis. Wow. I know. Double, yeah, double we're... digits? I don't know. <laughs> the big Double decade? We're doing good. <laughs> indeed. So we have indeed done some good stuff to get all this way. Uh, it is a weird time for us because I forgot I had something on tonight. So we're recording a bit later than usual. But how is the weather on your side of the uh, Australia? Well, on, on my in my little uh, slice of sunshine, it is currently ten forty p.m. and <laughs> it is eighteen degrees Celsius with a ninety percent humidity. So it's humid as all hell, but yeah. it's yeah, it's it's getting a bit chilly. Just what you need. Well, it's sixteen yeah. degrees here for me, sixty nine percent humidity. Also at ten forty at night. So for me, it's sixty one degrees. Fahrenheit, while 18 degrees, is 64. How exciting. <laughs> so, starting to get chillier, but of course it is friggin' 10.30 at night, so it should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it. Um, yes. Silly Greg forgot he had things to do. That's okay. These things happen. Yeah. And remember? we, we, we yeah. soldier on anyways. With Codril. Soldier on. Anyway, <laughs> that was a very strange joke. All right. A little bit of mini news very quickly. The Prime Vault is now open, as you are more than likely already aware. So get out there, start some farming, get yourself some Loki and Vault, Vault. Prime uh, and Bow Prime if you really want it. Me, I'm going to be chasing that Odinata Prime because I still don't have it. Um, mm, you need anything Odinata. from this, Lucas? Um, a lot, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't have Loki Prime or Vault Prime, unfortunately. Yeah, oh, there you go. Well, get to farming, son. Ah, uh, do I have to? <laughs> well, if you don't want to, you don't have to. <laughs> and the other thing I thought I'd bring up is that the new DE podcast, which is called DE Deconstructing, uh, episode three is out, and this one is focused on sound design. So check it out. I haven't had a chance to listen, but I'm sure it's as good as the other episodes. Yeah. Cool, cool? Yeah. Cool, cool. So let nice us... That's a little slice of the news. Yes, that's it. That's all for the little news. Um, let us crack right on in to this week's mini topic. And this week we're looking at... Hydroid. Hydroid. Indeed. So we were going to look at Hildren, but we thought we'd take another week or so just to fiddle with a couple of things for her, just to test her out a little bit longer. Um... So we've brought Hydroid forward, and uh, Hildren is likely to be next week, depending on how much of a chance we get to test out a couple of things we want to test out. Indeed. So, Hydroid, old tentacle face himself, and no, I'm not talking about um, Zer from Destiny. I'm talking about Hydroid. Uh, he looks very much like Davy Jones from the... Pirates of the Caribbean movies, uh, very, very much like him. He was my first 
Prime. So if you remember when Hydroid Prime was released around two years ago, that was the first money that I spent on Warframe. I bought the Hydroid Prime Access Pack. Do not regret it. Absolutely loved him at the time. Had a mate that didn't stop playing him and that kind of killed my love for Hydroid, but he has stopped playing Warframe a long time ago, and my Hydroid love has started to build back up. The old uh, Seafarer, the Seaframe. But anyway. Pirate Frame. Pirate Frame, if you wish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, of course, he came with Nummy Skylar Prime, which is a very sort of cutlassy kind of um, weapon. Um, yeah. He's pretty cool. I don't mind him. Um, anyway, on to the Hydroid and talking about water abilities. Give us his passive, Lucas. Go for it. All right. Well, starting off, his passive is called Deep Tendril. And this one is basically melee slam attacks have a 50% chance at conjuring forth a single Kraken's Tendril. This tendril lasts for 15 seconds and a maximum of three tendrils may be created using this method at any given time. Yes, so, I mean, that's not a great passive. Not really. <laughs> um, it's a passive, though, and it does work, and you do notice it. But, yeah, it's not overly amazing, and it, to my knowledge, does not work with um, the uh, Pilfering Swarm. Well, augment. actually... Now that you mentioned that, I was actually going to mention this later when we got to Pilfering Swarm, mm -hmm. but Pilfering Swarm does. does apply to the tentacles it of this passive. does apply to the tentacles of this passive. Okay, very good. That is good to know. So it's not a wasted tentacle. Tendril. Tentacle. <laughs> All right, so his first ability is called Tempest Barrage. So basically he causes it to rain. <laughs> he causes it to rain hard, though. So the the the... Blasts of water that fly out of the sky are big, and they fly like kind of meteors, little water meteors. Um, so imagine getting hit with a raindrop the size of a cannonball, basically. So the target gets blasted with these water missiles at about four per second for five seconds within a certain radius, which each with each impact offering a 10-meter radius explosion of 150 impact damage. Now, that is base, of course, so everyone in the area also suffers a knockdown. Um, subsequent casts of Tempest Barrage will uh, that are cast immediately after the first, I think it's within a second, uh, will allow for a more intense volley of water droplets. <laughs> or you can charge <laughs> it up for a more focused attack. And a lot of people don't know about that in regards to Tempest Barrage. You can hold down the button to charge it, um, which provides a 200% damage increase. Uh, for an added bonus, you can also cast this while using the third ability, Undertow. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, um, just to explain what that means. Now, of course, this ability does have a, an augment, and that augment is called Corroding Barrage. And it's a pretty good one, actually, to be honest. So each individual water pellet has a 100% chance of uh, causing a corrosive status effect. Uh, and if you know what corrosive does, it strips armor. This means that you can use Tempest Barrage to just be a 
pretty kick-ass um, armor stripping um, ability. Yeah. A lot of people do build for that. So that is his first ability. Moving right along to Tidal Surge. Now, Tidal Surge turns Hydroid into a totally radical wave that crashes through the battlefield. Uh, washing through the enemies, the wave of Hydroid sweeps all that it crashes into off their feet, ragdolling and dragging them behind in the Riptide. Uh, this deals 300 impact damage over the course of 30 meters in uh, in a single second only to end with an additional 30, uh, 300 slash damage as the wave comes to an end. Uh, in this state, the good captain becomes 100% invulnerable to all damage and at the cost of half the travel distance can also be cast while in undertow. Um, again, this ability does also have a augment to it, uh, title Impunity, which clears status effects and provides a 6 second status immunity to yourself and other allies that come into contact with the surge. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Turn to waves, wash things away. <laughs> Indeed. Cool, cool. So his third ability is called Undertow. He basically turns into a puddle. That's about it. So <laughs> the puddle has a four meter radius, so he becomes a, a puddle on the ground. You can move this puddle around. While Hydroid is a puddle, he is invulnerable, of course, because he can't shoot puddles. Or he can try to shoot puddles, but it's not going to have much impact. Uh, it also traps any enemy that steps on this puddle uh, by basically sucking them down into the depths. While in Undertow, the enemy, of course, will slowly begin to drown. Ha 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 ha! Taking 25 image... Uh, I can't England. Impact damage every second and a further 2% of their health in impact damage that stacks for every second that the enemy is submerged. So basically, the longer they stay in there, the more damage they take. The problem I have with Undertow is that it doesn't cause a lot of damage if you haven't really built for strength. You definitely want to build him for strength, by the way, though. Um, so at higher levels, Undertow doesn't tend to kill enemies. You pull them in, and when you decide to unpuddle because that's a word now, um, the enemies just reappear. There they are. Ha-ha. Anyway, while you're in a puddle form, you can also shoot off tentacles at your enemies and drag them in to the puddle, which is a pretty cool ability. It's fun to do. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so while you're in puddle form, you can do the first two. In fact, I believe you can do all three abilities. Uh, so basically, you can just be a puddle be completely invulnerable and use your other abilities and help your friends while not doing much else except for being a puddle. <laughs> um, so, of course, it does, yeah, it is pretty good for slowing things down and uh, cutting down the number of enemies that are around. Um, but, yeah, it moves pretty slow. It's, a, it's an interesting ability. It's fun to use, but... Uh, I'm not 100% sure of how effective it is, but he does have a pretty cool augment, and that is called Curative Undertow, and that is that allies who are standing in the puddle gain 30% health every 1.5 seconds. Now, of course, this does increase the energy drain on young Hydroid while he's in his puddle form, but um, 
it's a healing ability. So, you know, you can turn your puddle into a, a health pool. And of course you're invulnerable. Um, so yeah, if your if your allies are taking damage, go into undertow, heal them up. Yeah. It's a nice, that's a nice uh, supportive ability right there. Uh, and his fourth ability, Tentacle Swarm. And this one is uh, releasing the Kraken with a single cast, unleashing a flurry of tentacles that reach out and take hold of any nearby enemies. The tendrils sway about, dealing 300 magnetic damage upon initial connection, and upon sinking back into the depths with a further 200 true damage every second. Uh, This ignores both shields and armor, so that's fantastic. The ability lasts for 20 seconds, um, when you when you activate it, it calls forth 10 tendrils that will spawn at the feet of your adversaries, covering a 5 meter radius. Uh, this ability, like the others, is conjurable in the undertow, making the tendrils form from the puddles. Um, charging the cast to a full-powered conjuration doubles the number from 10 to 20 tendrils, uh, with an increased size in the influenced area. Um, so, yeah, it's a quite a nice crowd control one. Does does a little bit of damage. Um, and the augment that you get for this one is the one we were talking about earlier, Pilfering Swarm. Enemies held by tentacles have a 100% chance to drop additional loot when killed. So this one is a great frame uh, setup for farming. Indeed it is. Indeed it is, and very, very popular for that reason. Um, because, of course, you get a 100% chance to... Um, drop additional loot now keep in mind that that the enemies just need to be killed while uh, held by the tendrils they don't need to be killed by the tendrils so you know if you are playing with a hydroid and they have cast their tentacle swarm you don't need to ignore the um, enemies that are held by the tendrils you just need to shoot them and kill them once they've been grabbed uh, because then they will have their 100% guaranteed additional loot. So keep that in mind. Alrighty, so what have you got to say in regards to Young Hydroid, Lucas? Or did you want me to... Um, uh, I think I think you'd be probably better off saying something about this. Hydroid is an interesting frame. He's not not powerful. He's definitely a powerful frame um he's definitely very useful for um defending points like defense targets and mobile defense and things like that definitely good for that i think the issue was after the hydroid prime access came out he started to be really really overused people tended to use hydroid a lot so you'd go into a lot of missions and you'd see people using hydroid and they'd have tentacles all over the place and it would just get in the way and annoy other players and and the issue that i have with a lot of hydroid players is they don't tend to build him for much strength and some of them build him for a lot of duration so You've got tentacle swarms that just stay and persist for a long, long time. Whereas if you've built him for high strength and low duration, the tentacle swarm comes out, does a shitload of damage, kills them, and then goes away quickly. uh, And you get your additional loot. Whereas otherwise, they're just swinging those enemies out around in the air, being annoying, 
Um, and it was really annoying for us for a while. I mean, before Hydroid Prime, uh, the same issue was with Frost Prime. You'd go into a defense mission and there'd be frost bubbles everywhere. So I guess it's just one of those things where um, you find a very effective and specific use case for a frame and then suddenly everybody uses them. And that, that really sort of annoyed me for a while. Um, but I'm, th I'm finding now that there are people who tend to use Hydroid a bit better uh, these days. Really, his, his main abilities that people will tend to use are his number one and his number four. Uh, Tidal Surge, I haven't used it a lot. I don't know how effective that is as an ability. Maybe it's, maybe it's really good. I could be wrong. Uh, Undertow, like I said before, is a fun ability, but it's more fun than it is effective, in my opinion. Uh, I just don't find that it does enough damage quickly enough to be useful. So really, you want to build Hydroid for as much strength as possible to cause as much damage as quickly as possible. But you also, when you're playing with a Hydroid, don't be scared to kill any enemies that are stuck in his tentacles because, especially if they're a pilfering... a pilfroid, pilfdroid... Um, then you'll find that you're going to get double loot faster. So, I don't know what else to say about him, really. I, I still like him. It's just um, our old mate Vicious constantly used him, and it really destroyed my love for my first Prime. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only thing I'm going to add to that is uh, with... With a, a, a pilferoid that has very low uh, ability strength um, and is more focused on the duration, yes, you're able to kill the the enemies that are picked up by the tendrils, but with the the tendrils flaying around so so damn much, it's hard to get a shot on them. Um, so for that instance, I'd say maybe take a sarin with you or something that can do widespread uh, nuke damage without having to actually aim at your enemies. Yeah. So we haven't covered Necros as yet, um, and we will eventually, but I thought I'd just touch on it in this episode for posterity. Um, Hydroid, or the Pilfroid and Necros stack on each other. So Pilfering Swarm and Necros's ability to um, cause additional loot to drop from corpses do stack on each other, so that means you'll get double, double loot. Um, so keep that in mind. If When you're creating a farming team, always have at least one uh, Pilfroid and one Necros. There's no need to have more than one of the others because the others don't stack on each other. Um, but yeah, that's enough. That's all that needs to be said, I think. There's probably room for a discussion at some point in the future about who's better between Necros and, and Pilfroid. Uh, but I, I really think that just comes down to personal pr opinion. So, Hydroid's definitely worth playing. He's got a good kit. Wouldn't say it's an amazing sit kit, but it's good. Creating Barrage is a really good augment. Actually, I reckon, you know, most of his his augments are quite good. Yeah, his, his augments are all on the, uh, on the really good scale. Yeah, depending on how you want to build it. He's, um, mm. he's quite useful. And that is Hydroid. Anything else to say on C-Frame? Uh, nope. Nope. That, that's it. Pirate Boy? 
You do want to build yourself a a pirate hydroid, though, don't you? You know you do. <laughs> That's all I got was a giggle. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So that is the end of the hydroid episode mini number 20. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you do have some feedback for us in regards to hydroid or you think we're completely wrong with our opinions, um, tell us. We'll probably say, yeah, yeah, good points. High five you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to reach out to us for anything, of course, our website, cephalonsquared.com is the place to go. You can join our discord, join our Facebook page or Facebook group, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of the above, or you can shoot us an email or fill out our contact form. Uh, anything you want to do to get in contact with us, it is there. That is the place to be. Please give us a rating on your podcast platform. Just an honest rating is all we ask. Doesn't need to be necessarily five star unless you feel we deserve five stars, in which case, thank you very much. <laughs> help spread the word. <laughs> help us grow. Uh, if you want to give us to throw us a bone, grab us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash Cephalon Squared. Um, we do enjoy coffees. My name is Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules all across the internet. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I am Silverlight all over the internet. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Um, thank you so much to the lovely community for always sticking by us, and uh, yeah, we love you guys. Indeed we do. And thanks to Yarn at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And thanks to you for listening. See you in a couple of days for the DevStream episode 42. 42. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.